welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Well, all right, here we are kicking off the Cosmic Series. Woo! I am really excited for this. I've been a fan of the Cosmos since I was a kid. I remember asking my dad to get me a telescope for Christmas. He didn't get it. So, um, yeah, wasn't cool. Anyway... <laughs> I wanted a telescope so badly. I was into the stars. I would uh, sit on my steps at nighttime. So in Philly and some other places throughout the United States, we call it stooping it up like a stoop, S-T-O-O-P. And you're just, you're sitting on your, your steps that are in front of your home. And it's, it's a thing. You just sit out there and you talk and summer nights, my grandmother would sit outside with our next door neighbor and they would just talk. You know, uh, uh, my grandmother used to smoke um, Beth and Henson. And I think the neighbor smoked Newport, the slim. And they would sit there, have your little beer outside. My grandmother used to drink Budweiser. I don't remember what Miss Sis used to drink our neighbor, but um, yeah, they would have their little drinks outside, their cigarettes and talk. And so I would go sit out there with them because I was so close to my grandmother. And I would love the summer nights because while, yes, we had street lights, I was still able to see the stars at night, get that cool summer breeze. I'm sitting with my grandmother. I would usually put my arm over her leg and rest my head on her lap. It was just such a cool summertime experience and so I would just stare at the stars like just stare at them just wondering what's out there and long before I knew what a a, an eclipse is or was excuse me I remember one time when the moon was so close to the earth I mean it was so close to my neighborhood I thought I could stand on the roof and touch it and then it was this yellowish orange color like a cheese it and I thought oh my gosh the moon really is made of cheese okay showing my age here <laughs> there was a commercial maybe uh man it had to be like the late 80s early 90s because it definitely wasn't the mid 90s and it was this thing about the moon being made of cheese or something like that it was some advertisement it probably was with cheese it's and so it was this you know ongoing joke like oh the moon is made of cheese ha 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 and so when we saw that as kids that (laughs) that yellow orange color we were just like oh my god the moon really is made of cheese and it's huge and it's so close to earth we were just 
floored. You know, we, we couldn't believe it. It was like, oh, and all us kids from all different neighborhoods, not just my block. We were just standing on a corner of my block looking at this moon like, what is going on? And so here I am decades later talking about the moon and the stars. Look at that. So what is cosmic magic and why you need to know it? Well, cosmic magic or cosmic witchcraft uh, is the study of astronomy, astrology, the cosmos, so think eclipses and so forth, and the practical application of correspondences between the celestial bodies to raise energy and work magic. And that is from... Uh, the blog Cosmic Witchcraft, or excuse me, witchcraftway.com. And that's the title of the blog, okay? And the link will be in the uh, description of this episode, like I do with all of my resources. Okay, so what, what does that mean? Before I even get to the next paragraph, what does that mean? The application of correspondences between celestial bodies to raise energy and work magic. Well, think about the recent eclipse that happened. A lot of energies were raised during that time, and it was a full moon, right? So that's a good time to work with that energy to work magic. So that's what they're saying here. What's the correspondences between the celestial bodies to raise energy and work magic? What's, what is that? Well, you can look at it. Let's use the full moon, for example. It's heightened energy. It's full moon. And, oh, it slipped my mind now. What was the full moon in? Sagittarius. The full moon was in Sagittarius. So whatever that energy was for that full moon in Sagittarius, for example, it included uh, certain endings are happening and truths being revealed. So I talked about the truth being revealed in the previous episode, the where I explained my eclipse experience. That was the truth that was revealed to me, that everything coming together. So I worked with that energy just to be open to messages, okay, and, and understanding what needed to be ended, whatever energy needed to come through that time and working with me. In that case, it was a truth being revealed. So that's why this is so important. What is that correspondence? So in, in that case, it was the truth. But we can also even look at that Sagittarius energy, one of the correspondences of Sagittarius. And I talked about that in the Tioscope, right? So any one of those correspondences could be an energy that gets raised for us to work magic, okay? So now it takes into account location of planets and stars and allows context for which to work spells within. So that's one of the reasons why I talk about the day it actually falls on energy. So, oh, I don't remember what day it fell on. Let's just say it was a Wednesday or a Tuesday. It has that Tuesday Mars energy. Okay. That's one way we can look at the location. And then, you know, the location of the planets and the stars. So we look at the location of the planet and as it's sometimes in a different zodiac. So you 
may have heard in previous episodes, I would say, oh, it's full moon in Sagittarius, but it's in the zodiac of Gemini, something like that. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Because we're dealing with the zodiac of Sagittarius, but now you're talking about Gemini. Well, that's the location of, you know, where that moon is close to that zodiac. And so it's a lot of locations. Um, and that's the context it gives us for that spell. So, okay, now now you're getting educated on what's going on here. You can work with the Gemini energy, the Sagittarius energy. Well, you're already working with full moon energy. And then it's the location of the other planets around that main focus. So, for example, in the telescopes, you will hear me say, oh, Pluto's conjunct Jupiter, which means it's next to, and this is an example I'm giving, where it's next to a planet. So we can also look at how Jupiter impacts, Jupiter's energy impacts the magic you want to do. Okay, so that's what that means. And the example they give here is a classical planetary correspondence is the position and phase of the moon. So that's what I was saying. Each month, new moon magic can be worked when the moon is dark to begin with new projects and manifestations. Yes, because it's the new moon is like a starting point. It's dark. And then by the time the full moon happens, like things become whole. Some of the energy, so I wanted to break this down a little further because it's like, okay, what, what do you mean by astronomy and astrology, the cosmos? Well, we're, we're looking at moon, so lunar and solar magic. So solar energy. And so, well, so I have come across solar goddesses and solar gods. So I was going to say solar male energy, but there are some solar goddesses so you know use it as you see fit that moon energy you know more intuition based of course is in relation to water you know so the element there solar fire magic okay which is interesting when i think about it because why i love the moon and water i really love fire <laughs> okay i have a lot of fire in my chart anyway while my son's in virgo i have very little virgo in my chart not much earth energy but that fire energy is there let me tell you Oof. I had to get my emotions and everything in check on a regular basis so <laughs> between the water and the the water is the second highest element in my chart so I have fire <laughs> fire element first followed by water no I'm not emotional Okay, so uh, then, of course, we're looking at your birth chart. Everyone's familiar with the birth chart. And as you will hear in the next episode, um, Understanding Retrogrades with Ali the Astro Witch, there is also your uh, your transit chart. Okay, that's important, too. And then, you know, other planetary magic okay because we know that the sun is a star not a planet right and the moon is not a planet right so you know other planetary magic also planetary magic looking at jupiter saturn venus each planet has its own correspondences and many other planets are in our birth chart 
So this is why, which leads me to, why do you need to know this? Now, I've, I've, I said this, I believe, on my Instagram. I don't know if I said it here. There are very few things I would, I would say you need is mandatory. You must do this. Like I say, do your independent research. Always, always, always have that continual learning, okay? Don't just take one person's word. I even tell you, I'm one person giving you one slice of the pie. You know, continue listening to other people. Continue doing your independent research. I say that's mandatory. The other thing I say is mandatory is working on your confidence and boundaries. Like continue. That's why you hear me talk about that. That foundational work, as I like to call it, same thing with self-esteem, all that. Mandatory, shadow work, mandatory. Those are about the three things I would say are stone cold mandatory, right? Like just starting off. And I, I didn't even, I'm not even talking about like, oh, what's ethical? And I'm just starting off, just focusing on you. That's mandatory. What I would say would be mandatory regarding this is to at least understand your birth chart. Even if, you know, under wanting to understand astrology and astronomy is too much, or maybe you're just like, I really don't want to dive too much into that. That's fine. But please get your birth chart. So ask your mom, ask your dad, ask someone what time you were born. You know, you I'm, you you may know the location, but if you don't know the time, ask them what what time were you born and where. So what city and state, country, and the time. And then, uh, so I'll, I'll list the the link that Ali gave. Um, in this episode too, where you can get your birth chart for free and then find someone who can explain that chart to you, who you trust. Okay. Who you trust, because the last thing you want is for someone to read your chart and then they try to play my games like, Oh, you need to pay me $200 to buy these candles for you because you know, someone, it states right here with your node in this house in Jupiter, there's a curse on you and it's here. No. Okay. No. This does not tell you the future. Okay. This tells you like the future as in oh, you're going to be married with three kids in this home. and but No, no, no. This tells you what's, what your soul has written out for you, basically. Okay? So I'm trying to explain this as best I can because Ali, because this isn't Ali's episode, which is next. But basically, you know, there are certain certain things we want to achieve in this life. And that's why we are born. We choose to be born under a certain planet, during a certain time, et cetera. Okay, and I'll leave it at that because, again, that's Ali's episode, which is next. But your birth chart will help you to understand you. It's going to make it make sense. Because I know each and every one of us, whoever's listening to this podcast, has definitely in your life questioned, why are you here? Like, really, like, why am, am I here? 
So this makes it make sense. Cosmic magic, the cosmos, understanding this, it, it helps you make it make sense. It helps you understand why you do the things you do and the guidance about why things happen. Again, I cannot wait for you to hear Ali's episode because she she was able to tell me about things that happened in my life years ago. And I have not met Ali in person. I met her briefly online on Instagram. I admired her work. I reached out to her. And that's the gist of it. <laughs> so. Again, I cannot wait for you. It's the next episode in this series. Okay. And it will also help you to prepare for things, right? Because it's like a heads up in certain ways, in, in certain um, yeah ways. And this is important for us because, as I was saying earlier, this has an impact on our thoughts and our emotions, even our environment. Okay. When things get shooken up, that's not a coincidence. There is a rhyme and reason for it, and it can be traced to the planets. Now, I'm not saying the planets are what caused it. I'm saying as a collective, we are here to get some things done. Everyone's on different paths. So between all the different paths and blah, 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 we can make certain um, guesses in a way, or put certain informations together and and get an overall picture is what I'm saying. So that's that's the cosmic portion. And the magic is just, just that when, when you are working with that energy in whatever capacity, whether whether it's meditating with the full moon or whatever energy or planet or doing a ritual during that time, a spell. You know, whatever the case may be. So this is why it's important. And again, with with any kind of magic, you go as deep as you want with this. You will also see in a, in a series, we will have Sam the Cosmic Witch come on the show to talk about what it means to be a cosmic witch, which I can't wait. I spoke in her Cosmic Babes uh, membership. That was a lot of fun. And she also spoke at the um, Unlock Your Magic Summit that I hosted. So you may have seen her at the summit. I can't wait to have her on the show. So uh, this cosmic series, again, it's so important, okay? Because once you can understand how these celestial bodies play a part in your life, it gets better really because now you don't feel crazy you get that things aren't just happening to you and when something does happen you know like oh okay there was definitely a reason for this and now it's a time where I'm just supposed to be in this in-between space where I work on me do some reflection and then I come out on the other side you know when this retrograde ends or whatever the case may be right or you know, depending on your chart, et cetera. So if nothing else, go to AstroSeek. I'm going to put the link in the bio, or in bio, in the description here. Get your birth chart, start looking at it. And then the next episode, have your birth chart up 
and follow along. All right. So that's what I have for you. I'm so excited for this series. Um, This is something that's going to be really game changing because this is going to provide so much insight into you that this is going internal and that's what's needed right now. Okay. So buckle up. This is going to be quite the journey. All right. And again, next episode is um, what does it mean when the planet goes retrograde with Ali the Astro Witch? All right. So I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I am rooting for you. Remember to be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.